Door Guys Podcast. This is Davis. And Vinny. And Andres. It's Sean. And today, our very special guest, a guy that we've wasted an hour of his life one time before <laughs> by not recording, Gary Curtis. I'd call it at least three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I apologize. I've, I've already apologized to you in person. Mm-hmm. I've apologized in like the next episode, but I'm going to apologize with you here on the episode that I want to apologize for screwing that up. I don't remember which time that was because I've screwed up two of them. And one of them was when Davis had set something up, and then I didn't, and then I didn't know to oh, ne- sure. check some settings. Sure. Then you don't blame other people. <laughs> and then the other one was when I switched. We switched to the new. I think it was when we switched to this new software, and I didn't set it up to record off of here, so it only picked up me. Yeah, that's the one it was because Don <laughs> said he. <laughs> we put it out there, and they were like, "Oh, it sounds kind of off." And they're like, "Yeah, I can hear you really loud, Vinny, but I can't hear hardly what Gary's saying." And we figured out what that was, so that hasn't happened again. So, I apologize. It is recording now. Everything is coming through, so we are set this time. And I don't oh. think I mentioned it, but Gary is a comedian because that's what we do here. <laughs> Sometimes. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you were born. Uh, now you're here. Let's. What happened in between? <laughs> wow. Fuck. I've came many times. <laughs> it's really all that I remember. I don't really remember. Anything. I don't get it. I just know I'm coming and going. That's all. <laughs> I've been coming and going for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So last time, Gary, when we were here, you uh, and this was your first time here was with uh, Trevor Wallace. My last time here was actually with Jackie Fabulous. No, your, fir- your first well, time. Well, my first time was with Trevor yeah, Wallace. first yeah, time yeah. was with Trevor Wallace, and that's when we had got you on there. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. And then you've been back here several times ever since then. Yeah. And uh, tonight you were here with uh, Greg Martin. Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time meeting Greg, and he's fucking phenomenal. He's a real fucking entertainer. I don't know how he's not in Vegas. Right? Fucking, he, I know, he, right? He's fucking, I mean, he's Vegas money. Like, that's an easy fucking grab. I don't For know sure. Gonna, yeah. Well, and he was on America's Got Talent. He should have won it. He is America's Got Talent. should have won it, but... uh, Definitely got more talent than most of America. Yeah. That's right. Not all. And I think he was going to Vegas or something. He was going to do something in Vegas with them, but then he was on AGT right before COVID hit. Ah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. And he did say he was going to be in Vegas in November. Shout out to Greg. I don't know what the extent of it is, but he did say he was going to be in Vegas in November, so... Yeah, he said that Go see Greg... In Vegas in November, yeah. it'll be fucking worth it. Definitely, hell, I might have to make a road trip and go see him. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen him here, and I saw him in Denver. We we happened to be in Denver right before the pandemic, and it was actually that week when shit shut down. And uh, I noticed that he he happened to be at the Improv there. And we're like, oh shit, let's go see Greg. And so we went and saw him in there, and I was like, hey, how's it going? And so. Yeah, it's and put you know everywhere he goes, he puts on that phenomenal show. And Colleen said tonight, she, she said it every night, but uh, every night he's here. But she said again tonight, he's got the best closer in the business. Yeah, that's what she told me. She also told me to tone it down on my sexual. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> I heard that she said that too. She said, uh, you know, people. He has an America's Got Talent crowd. So <laughs> maybe a little less of the 
sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was in and out because uh, I was counting the room and stuff after we seat. So a lot of times I don't get to see the MC or the host. So I only got to see a little bit. But I was walking out of the room and heard you telling a, a joke. I think the punchline was something about a guy who tripped over a dick like an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I loved it. The crazy part was it was his own dick. <laughs> That was the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a blessing and a curse, you know? <laughs> a gift and a curse. Are you uh, originally from Omaha? No. Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> you know, no disrespect to Omaha. Much love to Omaha. No disrespect. It. Just, I, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm from, I'm from Jersey originally, you know? Oh, okay. Jersey, born and raised. Dirty Jers. That's a... Uh, yeah, man. I feel like I'm Jersey through and through. And I lived in, like, the hood of Jersey and then also lived down, like, near the shore of Jersey. It was weird. Like, my high school, I went to two different high schools, right? And the first one was, like, all black and all boys, which, like, I, thought was, I got sent to because I was too crazy with girls in, like, middle school. <laughs> Damn. And then my second high school was, like, a private school that was, like, all white. It was like me and one and a half other black dudes. <laughs> and legit one and a half. And like probably now he's probably a quarter. He was like getting whiter as <laughs> he had vitiligo. I don't know if it's like a <laughs> <laughs> but that man's name was Michael Jackson. <laughs> he ended up pretty white. Yeah, he's he might be all white now. It's <laughs> but yeah, so it was crazy. I just like experienced the full spectrum of the diversity of New Jersey. It's it's fucking wild but I mean I love it I feel like it made me the person I am today where I could fucking like you know what I mean go to a hood room and fucking tell you know what I mean jokes to the hood and then I could come to the funny bone in Omaha and talk to a hundred white people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before they storm the capitol <laughs> what what type of crowd do you like best though do you have a favorite? Do yeah, you, there's you? no crowd better than a black crowd. Yeah. Man. Like, <laughs> uh, that's on your side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they're not on your side, they're not. They're the worst crowd ever. <laughs> they, there's no meaner crowd in the world. Because, oh, yeah. like, a white crowd will not like you and be very polite about it. And will still give you the golf clap and the... Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, mm, he's trying. <laughs> A black crowd will, boo, get your bitch ass off the stage. <laughs> yeah. 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 We don't fucking like you here. Yeah. <laughs> I legit was doing a show. One of the times I was opening for Eddie Griffin. <laughs> and uh, somebody, I was saying, this was like about a year ago when I had just moved to Omaha. And I was like telling a joke about how I had just moved here. And it was just one dude who was an asshole though. And he was like, you ain't welcome here. And I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who the fuck are, how old are you? What, are you <laughs> what is this? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> you aren't welcome here. You aren't welcome here. I was like, what, what oh, because playground you is this? Moved here. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I was probably too light-skinned for him. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, were you here the night Eddie Griffin missed the first show? Yes, I feel like I was because and then the, we had to keep having the guys in front of him stretch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then he came in for the second show and went like three hours. Yes, that was a very long <laughs> night. Time out. Wait, what did what did y'all do for the first show? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Was, was there just no headliner? Um, 
I think he did he end no, up making, he, no oh yeah he did he, ne- he never showed no the there was show. no headliner were people, <laughs> just, were his people guys angry that, were they ang- like the I, crowd I that imagine. came here to see, see him that paid a lot of money to see him yeah didn't didn't they like I don't think they gave refunds but they did did they give they, like, comp they, tickets or something yeah they did something but you know the people that got pissed were the people for the three hour show like I was standing out That's you know hilarious. I was hilarious yeah the people that saw him. For double the time, <laughs> the were the more pissed, pissed than the people that saw him for none of the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I was standing out there waiting for people to come out. You know, I thought the show was going to end, but it was like an hour and a half later, and people were walking out and going, "Man, that's too much comedy. This is way too much Eddie Griffin." I paid for I paid for sixty minutes of Eddie Griffin. <laughs> I don't want that extra time. How the fuck dare you force 90 <laughs> extra minutes of Eddie Griffin on me? It, it was hilarious. right on their tab underneath gratuity. Yeah. <laughs> that extra hour and a half. It's hilarious. He, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, in his rider, he gets a new pair of Jordans every place he goes. Oh, they were yeah, and every, ones. And ones? And and every, ones. every show. Every show. Oh, every show. Yes. Yeah. That's even better. So but he that, get a new pair Unbox it, put them on. Where so did he get them for the first show, even though he didn't show up? <laughs> That's I mean, wild as fuck. Y'all bought him four pair of and ones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I can't wait to put dumb shit. I in know, my right? <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And they were like all white so, too, if I remember. That. I think yeah. they had to be the all white ones. So the the last time we worked with him, or last time I worked with him. That was in his rider, but we only got him one pair for the whole weekend. Yeah, I, yeah. After the that was the, yeah. yeah the first time we got one for every show because I remember walking in the green and I was like, oh damn. Yeah. And then the <laughs> next one, Callie's like, I'll buy you one for the whole week, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a new pair of sneakers every weekend. I guess after I get my sitcom. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, <laughs> there's levels to the shit. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just ask for that now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm sure Vinny has seen a lot of crazy stuff, but you know we get TJ Miller that comes through every once in a while, and he has a pinata in his rider. I mean, he had a pinata back there one time yeah. when he came did he, through. Did he hit it on stage or was it no, just? No, he wanted it in the green room. Yeah. He, he stuck his dick in a pinata. <laughs> <laughs> he for sure stuck his dick in a pinata. Well, Colleen bought him that pinata and she stuffed it with lube and airplane bottles of liquor. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he drank the liquor and then and used then the lube. The <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. People are weird. Yeah. Well, and I got to get weirder. I think that's my do. problem. That's why I haven't made it. I'm not weird enough. Uh-huh. I need to pick up some real weird shit or something. Like I need just somebody to, to tickle see. my feet before I go on stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to see if they'll do it. Yeah. Because that's like half the shit that we see sometimes is crazy like that. It's just so they'll do it. Didn't you have a story about there was something in somebody's writer and or maybe it was Jen Muller. I don't know, but I do know uh, Ralphie May, rest in peace. He had a bunch of like celery and water and all kinds of healthy shit. And when he left, he did, nobody fucking ate any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was someone. That's I, so fucked up. <laughs> 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 they did it. They just left. It was just yeah. all this water and fruit and stuff. And yeah, yeah, usually we get that shit. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, we did. And uh, I don't know if he just had it in there because somebody was like, hey, man, you need to get healthy. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> Maybe he didn't write it. Maybe somebody wrote yeah, it for him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't want this shit. <laughs> we, we need more. We <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> You were talking before we started this about working with Eddie Griffin. Uh, did he get new shoes on that show? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he didn't get new shoes. It was wild. That was my first time. Uh, I would say maybe at that time, that was, I would say he was probably the first person that I worked with that, like, I grew up watching. Oh, okay. nice. You know, so it was like, holy shit, it's Eddie Griffin. But I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm fucking working. You right, know, right, so it's right. like, and I'm, I'm good enough to separate the two sure um and so like you know he got there maybe like right before I was about to go on stage so we didn't get to talk much before he was just like hey nice to meet you uh go do your thing and so I went up on stage and I tell my jokes and at that time I was in I ended my set with like a you know LG pro LGBTQ joke like you know good for them and uh or, you know like shout out to the LGBTQIA and uh, you know, something else. And, and then I had it, it was like, you know, right after COVID and shit. So I had a joke about the vaccine and, uh, but like people not wanting to how people should get the fucking vaccine. Yeah. And, uh, the first thing he gets up, we have four shows that weekend and he gets up on stage after me, after the first show and goes the first, literally the first words out, out of his mouth, I'll never forget where. I don't agree with shit that half a nigga said. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is about to be the longest weekend of my life. <laughs> no shit. Like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> but then, like, so he, he does it. And then, like, the next thing, he was like, yeah, I got another word for him at the LGBTQ. Faggots. <laughs> and I'm in the back like, yo, what the fuck is happening right now? And, you know, and the audience is like, ah. Oh, for sure. And I was like, oh, shit, what happened? I thought they were all on my side. And then after the show, I'm like back there, you know, right as he's coming off the stage. And he is like, hey, that was a great setup. Thanks. <laughs> I was like, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that was like, that was maybe the first time that I was like, okay, some people really separate this shit between like stand-up comedy and saying some shit you really mean and entertainment. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he was there to fucking entertain a crowd mm -hmm. and he entertained the shit out of that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was there to get some shit off my heart. <laughs> Express my opinions and beliefs. <laughs> and entertain a little bit. I entertained a little bit. And yeah, he entertained the shit out of his crowd. And I was like, okay, uh, lesson learned. That was like, uh, it was cool. Though. I mean, like, I really thought, I was like, oh, are we not about to get along this whole weekend? <laughs> Is he looking at me like, this is really just a half a nigga that's like I'm working with all week, but he was like he was he was cool as fuck about it. It was just yeah. like you know what I mean. That was entertainment. That was a great setup. Like your right. shit, our shit, our comedy worked together because it's not the same. Mm -hmm. Is basically what it came to, and I was just like, 
oh wow, that was a that was a lesson that I wasn't <laughs> expecting to get. And so I mean, I'll, I'll fucking I'll never forget that weekend. <laughs> and I'm sure that made it that much cooler to know that you know your set that you did and all, you know what you had planned out there worked. You know, he was able to play off it so well and work off of it and, and entertain the hell out of that crowd because you know if it's somebody else out there telling different jokes, it doesn't. It's not the same show. It's not the same you know punches that they had. Except it didn't work tonight because mom scolded him. <laughs> <laughs> mom did scold me. I don't know exactly which joke she was talking about. And, you know, it's it's crazy because, like, I don't I don't even view my, like, yes, I say dick. And, yes, I, but, like, I don't feel like I have a vulgar set. Yeah. You know? So I, it, yeah, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. And so I feel like it's hard for me when somebody's like, I don't know. Unless somebody's like, just do a clean show. Then I'm like, okay, I get that. Right. Right. But it's hard for me to be like, well, don't be raunchy. Well, I'm like, well, then what did, what, what, what show mean? is raunchy? What joke yeah. is raunchy? You know, yeah, like, yeah. I don't, we all adults. Yeah. Right. We've right. all, we've, this, this Nebraska, everybody here got kids. Everybody fucking. Everybody got kids. I mean, yeah. everybody, everybody's fucking done it at least once. You know, it's <laughs> like, yeah. So it's hard. It's hard for me to draw that line. Unless somebody says do a clean show, and I'm like, well, okay, how clean? And yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I get it. I'm not, I feel like Greg, like we were talking about, is fucking great. America's Got Talent. I feel like I would struggle on America's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> so I also get it when it, right. like, sure, sure. Okay, but I don't want to perform on America's Got Talent. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're not going to put yourself in that situation. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But America's Got Talent, if you're listening, I will. <laughs> you'll you'll I figure it out. Will, I will give you a hot three <laughs> for at least two rounds and get me booked on some more clubs, please. <laughs> I feel like stand-ups kind of get a short end. I know that uh, a few have gone far, but, like, Greg's does stand-up, but like you said, he's an entertainer. He's got the voices and everything along with it. When you're on that show and you got, you know – what, what there was like a deaf kid juggling or some shit. Yeah, when play, play, <laughs> writing songs and playing piano and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. I saw when I saw that kid on there, and I was like, "Oh, Greg, I'm sorry." <laughs> Is that who he lost to? Yeah, that, well, that's the guy that ended up winning it. What was it? A, a deaf kid? Yeah, well, it was like blind. <laughs> he was blind, but he played piano and he sang songs and stuff like that, and he had a good voice or whatever. But word, I mean, like, I'm not hating, but is that no. really that hard? I mean, you're blind. It's I, not I like, but people are but just people are so concept. fucking scammed. People are so easily scammed. Have you I ever heard of Beethoven, born. everyone? He was fucking deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way more impressive. Right. Yeah, right? <laughs> this guy could Germany's Got Talent would fucking crush us. <laughs> <laughs> Getting historical. That's right. I was like, as soon as I said it, I was like, fuck, was he in Germany? Uh, <laughs> I really hope it was Germany. That sounds right to me. Nobody, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. None of us know. Nah. No. I'm doubling down, Germany. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I was like, should I start naming some other countries? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Albania's got talent. <laughs> now I know that one's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> At least we didn't bring up Ukraine's got talent. <laughs> oh, fuck. You're like the cancer lady tonight. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he is. <laughs> God, that was so... I was so, sitting in the back, and yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I, 
So <laughs> earlier in the show, this lady had. Uh, was it the same one? That was it was the same one. Same oh. One. She got all excited, and Davis went over, and, and she was talking out during Greg's. She was quiet during your set, right? Well, because I told her from in the first two minutes, I told her to shut the fuck up. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I said, look, this isn't happening all show. Stop it. <laughs> and she stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Until Greg got hit the stage. Yeah. And then you, what'd you go over and say to her? Well, she yelled out a few times, and then I kind of stood over in the corner to see, and then the next time she did it, I walked over, and my impression when I went over there, she wasn't drunk. She was just super excited to see Greg. Now, I think she was probably a little after the show went on that she was tipsy and maybe got drunk, but she was just super excited, and I was like, hey, I, I wasn't mean. Sometimes I'm mean, but I was like, hey, <laughs> you got to be quiet, and she looked, and she's like, okay, okay, I know. And then turned around, and then she, I don't feel like she talked a lot. No, but I was she in it, was like good. I said, I was in and out of the fucking room. She she spoke up one other time when Greg set something up, and then she's like, "What?" And then he's like, "Yeah, I know that Tourette's is a bitch, isn't it?" And then and then <laughs> yeah, and then he did whatever he was doing, and then it was at the very end, and I don't even know what the fuck he. Do you know what he said? Like he said something about maybe he was talking about Vegas. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he was yeah he said something about Vegas, and then she yelled again, and he was like, "Look." You, you got to stop. And she was like, my son has cancer. What the and everybody fuck? was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, and, but the I best was, part was when she was like, my son has cancer. Somebody over here went, boo. <laughs> I was like, that man is a monster, <laughs> so crazy. but he's also a legend. <laughs> and then she, I mean, she continues well, to tell like I how kept he was walking going around. through chemo and this is the first oh, time. Oh, during the he, show this was? Oh, this, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was yeah. out doing so Greg was on stage. all of this what during Greg's. And so Greg was like, ma'am. And then she's like, yeah, he has cancer and he's going through chemo and this is the first time that he's felt better. And so like we're just out trying to have a good time. And Dude. Greg is such a nice, Absolutely. but the funniest part was. He did get one off. Like, did you hear he it? Get he one did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, <laughs> she was like, this is the first time he felt better. And Greg said, yeah, because he's away from you. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking, because I was behind her at this point, because I was coming around, because I was about to tell her to, you know, hey, you need to get going. But then, yeah, he continued with her. Yeah, but I mean, but then at this point, then she continues and it's like, this is the first time he's felt better. And, you know, it's been a long journey and we just don't know. And he's, and the life is just being drained out of this fucking room at this point. Yeah. And then, but Greg's a nice dude and is just listening at this point. And it's like, yeah, you know, he went over, took off his, hugged her, took his jacket find off, me all, and find me after the show. And I was just like, wow, way to ruin everybody's night. <laughs> <laughs> but even when he everybody gets everybody had been drinking, having such a good time, and, and then she brought up cancer. I mean, ugh. and Greg uh, goes, well. Good luck getting the show back now. Yeah. <laughs> and he did, of course, because he's fucking great. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have got it. I would have I gave it. I would have told a dick joke and left. <laughs> and it would have been like, well, it's her fault, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> not how I was going to end this shit. But, but he, he fucking got it back, and he, he did it, man. Kudos to Greg. Yeah. 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 She also, I think, talked to him for legit almost 20 minutes out there. Jeez. Where yeah. Colleen came and like broke it up. Like she, <laughs> Colleen was like uh, right beside me and mentioned it a couple times. I could tell she wanted me to go break it up, but I was, <laughs> I was like, so uh, I guess I'll tell the world. But there's a Colleen will go like this on her ear. Don't give her a signal away. <laughs> <laughs> if she's in a conversation, then we'll go and get her out of there. And so I was like, I didn't see the ear thing. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so she went and broke it up and told that lady there was more pictures to be taken. <laughs> but I've never. 
You know, I've never been sitting around and had something terrible happen to me and be like, you know what? I'm going to go to the fucking movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stand up and let everybody know what the fuck just everybody. happened or, to me. Or play at the Orpheum or the fucking yeah, Rose. Yeah. Or a comedy <laughs> show. Or, yeah. <laughs> I think it might be my new way to vent. I don't. <laughs> I think that's my new thing. I'm go to fucking large public places where people are having a great time and announce the saddest shit. I'm not gonna be the only one sad. <laughs> it's gonna DUI fill today. my fucking vein. <laughs> Attention, Old Navy shoppers. <laughs> It's like, Jesus oh, yeah. lady, have you heard of chat rooms on the internet? Yeah. You talk to all kinds of Get people. Get a therapist. It. <laughs> Greg is not your fucking therapist. Oh, man. She saw him on TV one time. Yeah, and now she, and now she knows him, yeah. right? So funny. And then as we were cleaning up, I was telling you about this in the elevator. The, the, the craziest thing, uh, that I, I, we've never seen this happen before. So I'm going oh, yeah. around cleaning up the showroom. And I looked down under her table, and I saw something, and I was like, what the fuck? So I said, Amber, is that what I think it is? And she looks, and she goes, that's a fucking sock. Somebody <laughs> took off their fucking sock, and there was one sock under the table. No shoes. Just no shoes. And it was, it was rolled up, like, you know, when you take your sock down from the top, and you leave it kind of rolled up. Yeah. Or, like, they used their one foot and pushed it down and left it. I was like, what, did they jerk off in the sock and leave it under the table? Yeah, it just wasn't hard yet, so you yeah. didn't know. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's my fault. <laughs> you motherfucker. Wait, whose table was it? It was Amber's table right back here in the middle. Second uh, row back. Yeah, right yeah. There. And then, uh, yeah, and so then I was Let's go like, look their names up after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, wish I, I was like, I'm trying to remember. I wish I knew. I could re remember the face. I don't remember what I'm they, sure if I knew the face, I could tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so Amber picked it up and she threw it away. And I was like, that's Oh, that shit could have had athlete's foot on it. Well, she was wearing gloves. <laughs> athlete's foot is the least of your worry in that situation. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I've never seen just one random balled-up sock under a fucking table before. That's, yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> there's all, I mean, there's weird shit that happens here all the time. We found a lot of weird shit, but, yeah, yeah. sock is what, a new one. What's the weirdest thing you found? Oh, shit. Um, oh, I got the, one. I uh, got go one. first. I'm so I didn't find it, but I was talking. I, I don't know the, the, the waitress's name, but, you know, she's one of the newer girls. And she was telling me she got three condoms for a tip. Someone left her three condoms? Three condoms I for a like tip. I feel like they were hitting on her, maybe. <laughs> no, they just uh, said something. Be safe. Here maybe. you go. Look, look. I got No a, money. I, condoms. I got a one and a half year old right now, and I'll tell you what. <laughs> Those three condoms could be saving her a shit ton of money. <laughs> I pay a thousand dollars every month for daycare. So. <laughs> Those three condoms are a great fucking tip. <laughs> Gary's a glass half full guy. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, there's always a bright side. You That's gotta, right. It's the only way I make it through life. <laughs> Uh, there's been a lot of uh, panties found in the women's bathroom. Yeah. I don't know if they shit them or piss them or whatever happens. Um, Are they trying to get lucky after the show? That could be. Yeah. Yeah. That Just could removing be. barriers to entry. <laughs> There was the one time we had those people over here that left the mushrooms all over the table. I was just going to say that. They're, uh, mushrooms. Like yeah. Trippy like, mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Serious? Yeah. yeah. That's it's, another it's, great tip. You guys get some good tips out here. <laughs> yeah. I but, might start working at the funny bone. <laughs> but the dude that, that was at that table, because they got kicked out during the show, is the Untamed Shoes. 
And uh, the dude that was there, you would not want to buy mushrooms from this dirty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's the guy you do want to buy mushrooms. I was about to say, I don't think anybody clean sells shrooms. <laughs> I, he, he, I, he, he looked rough. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, I get it. The, you know, you, you, the guy you're buying mushrooms from has a certain look, but he looked like he was five steps past that dude. Yeah. So, so did this dude look like a dude that rhymes with is? Chris, I thought no. he. I thought no, he was no, no, about, no. I thought okay. he was asking if he looked like piss, and I was like, <laughs> did, "No, did he look like piss?" Because <laughs> I would not want to buy. No, kind of. Look like a warm glass of piss. I'm, with blue I'm hair. not going to say the last name, but Chris. <laughs> blue hair. Yeah, he had fucking blue, strangey fucking hair. Really? Yeah. There was a woman here with blue hair tonight that was sexy. Oh yeah, I love. Oh yeah, girls. No, I, I saw. Her, I saw women, her. Uh, like when women do different. Color shit. I don't, that, yeah. that like weird color shit. I don't know why. I I love that. Uh-huh. And you know what might sound? I don't know where where are my uh, where are my silver fox fans? Are we any of you like? A, I mean, I am a silver. Yeah, fox, right. So. Yeah, ditto. Okay, okay. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe more of a stormy gray. Is what I'm going I like a stormy gray on a like woman. A platinum. A platinum. Yeah, a yeah, plat- yeah. I love a I love a woman who just commits to the the straight gray platinum is yeah, maybe yeah. a better a better term. Uh yeah. I just You mean your I'm mom? Like, <laughs> first of all, my mom's black. She still has black hair. <laughs> Whether or not it's hers is another story. But her, fucking, her hair will be black to the day she dies. <laughs> I don't know if you know that about black women, <laughs> but they don't age ever. What? what? They hit forty crack? and they stay the they same don't. fucking age. <laughs> black women are forty for the rest of their lives after they turn forty, and they look it too. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we, my daughter had a figure skating coach that kind of had that platinum hair and size for asking her time. I was like, "Why are you trying to make your hair gray? It's gonna get there soon enough." And she said, "It's not gray. It's platinum." I was like, "All right, fair enough." But he was like, why are you trying to stop going to figure skating lessons? We need to sign up for more <laughs> figure skating <laughs> You will never stop figure skating. We need more with this coach. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm, yeah, I'm not into the platinum. It's not bad, but I, I like no. the, like the the red or the the, the blue or. The, I think it's because y'all are a little older, and so that could be. yeah, y'all are a little that's older, and y'all are like these are my peers. That's right. <laughs> no, that's that right. right. That's correct. Probably. I think I feel like it's still like the it's still like the milf thing for me. Yeah, uh, it's still the you know older woman. I'm only like fuck maybe a year into well no pandemic into not dying my hair because I was like fuck man I act like I'm 12 years old. But I'm like 40 years old, and I, did, I didn't want to have gray hair. And then my wife was finally like, dude, just fucking let it be gray. It's awesome. It's hot. My take, wife's take, take your hat off. Let me see how gray it is. Oh, it's gray. It's pretty gray. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that much gray. <laughs> see, I try to hide you it. Are, you are. Some might call you a silver fox. <laughs> dude, you're a well-fed silver That's fox. Right. <laughs> yeah. More like a wolf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm yeah. way older than them. Yeah. Well, yeah. look at you with your good hair. I know, right? <laughs> Still brown. Well, it's all gray in the beard. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that. That's why, I, that's why I like to get my hair cut short. When it's cut short, you can't tell how fucking gray it is. Your fucking face is covered in gray hair, Vinny. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> you, 
<laughs> I know. Believe me. I, every episode of this fucking podcast, I see myself like, fuck, it's getting wider and wider. <laughs> I keep hiding behind the mic. Hilarious. <laughs> My tits keep giving, getting bigger, it yeah. looks like. In the fucking I thought you were talking about your tits. You're probably covered in gray hair, too. That's, just <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, Don't no. like the gray hair on the tits. I'll say that much. <laughs> so you're saying I should shave that shit off? Uh, yeah, not a fan of that. <laughs> I, uh, I, My chest hair is only black, and it grows in the symbol of a bat, really. <laughs> No, it does. I swear. I swear. To I God. would tell myself the same thing <laughs> if I had that problem. Hey, prove it, Batman. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. He's doing it. Oh shit! Oh, he is yeah. doing it. If you're listening on oh, audio, look at yeah. that stuff. go to YouTube. If you're listening on the audio, no, 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 first of all, no, 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 let me describe what Batman. I'm seeing. <laughs> okay. First of all, this we at, we didn't ask him to, but he volunteered to show his Batman <laughs> chest hair. Yeah. Like it, then what happened was, instead of just pulling up his shirt to show us his chest hair, he took the entire shirt off <laughs> to reveal his entire upper body. And what I can only describe as an Arby's roast beef sandwich of chest hair <laughs> in the middle of his chest. There is no fucking bat symbol. It is! No. Remember what you said earlier? No, I don't. No, what what about, about, about you tell yourself the same thing? Uh, I would yeah. tell myself, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Get, yeah. It's, it's definitely, I mean, I fucking love the positivity. Thanks, man. Affirmations and shit. I, I believe in all of that shit. Well, and so if you watched the last, uh, the previous episode with Greg Morton, and then now you've uh, watched this one, then you've now, because we talked earlier about how Greg Morton has the tiniest nipples, and Davis does as well. Now you got to see him. Damn, that's crazy, because I feel like I got tiny nipples, too. But sometimes they big. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> y'all nipples don't be transforming. Like, <laughs> mine, mine, they're the size of dimes most all the time. Oh, nah. So I guess when I get, ex when I'm cold, they're real small. But like. When you're cold. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, like your nipples don't get hard when you get cold? Yeah, what the hell, yeah. Sean? <laughs> kind of weird nipples you got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your nipples just. Nipples? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Anybody got a third nipple? Just no. me. You well. See, like I, th I think I got a third nipple, but I, it's like one of those. I saw this on Howard Stern one time, right? <laughs> Every bad story, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's either really good or really bad. <laughs> but it was like the person on Howard Stern was like, "I got a third nipple," and I feel like it's the same thing that I have. You're like, "Oh, that's not really a nipple," but there was one hair coming out of it, so you're like, "Maybe it's a nipple." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Uh, as far as Davis is, he's got small titties. I thought he'd be bigger. <laughs> oh, you weren't impressed with my tits. I, 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 I love that the first thing he came out with. <laughs> he's been here for like 40 minutes. <laughs> and the, first, the first time he said something, he was like, really not impressed by your tits. I just want you to know that. <laughs> was hoping to be more aroused when you took your shirt off. <laughs> Big disappointment. <laughs> That's why you're Vinny sitting in between us there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking calm down over there. Hilarious. Uh, I think we're going to have to cut that part out where I took my shirt. <laughs> no, we're not. That was fucking gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
That's what's going to get this podcast sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to need him to bring any more Jameis <laughs> Episode 67 is where we got our sponsors. Because Jameis yeah. took a shirt off. Fucking Don Julio next episode, baby. <laughs> you take your shirt off the next time, I'm going to say, get that motherfucker a liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we need to do to get the sponsors. Yep. Uh, I'm going home and shaving the bat into my chest. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Really fucking surprise them next yeah, time. Yeah. Like, be prepared with the bat. And people are going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> Honestly, if you would have revealed a bat, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> a perfectly carved bat in your chest, I would have fucking walked away. I, I can't fucking... <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, did I see something in the last couple of weeks that you were on a TV show recently? Or that you were... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. TV's yeah, Gary yeah. Curtis. Uh, you guys should address me and introduce me as such. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh I apologize. We can go back and edit that. <laughs> fine. TV's Gary Curtis. TV's Gary Curtis. I've been in one episode of SWAT. Oh, SWAT. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. I was, yes. on, I was on SWAT, and I was, it's crazy. I was in fucking L.A., for seven and a half years. I was in LA for seven and a half years. I moved to Nebraska. I booked nothing. I booked nothing on TV. I had multiple agents, managers. I want to say hundreds of auditions, but I'll say at least 100 plus auditions. Damn. Never booked a thing. Moved here, pandemic. You get to self-tape at home. Everybody's doing self-tapes now. You do self-tapes, you send them in. I'm lying and saying that I'm based in Los Angeles uh-huh. because now they have all these extra expenses related to COVID, so they don't want to fucking fly anybody in. Ah. So I'm filming self-tapes here. My girl's helping me. She's reading lines, you know, very bad acting. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's great. She's fucking there. She's there for me. She fucking did every audition with me, and I fucking end up booking two auditions in Nebraska but I have to say that I'm based in Los Angeles, so I book these. I have to go back, shoot in Los Angeles. Like, I have to figure out when I have to shoot, fly there, fucking shoot, fly back. And uh, so, yeah, I booked two roles, and it's crazy. After seven years of nothing, moved to Nebraska. I booked something in November for iCarly. Shot iCarly in November. The new the, one they're coming out the, with? This is the reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the second nice. season of the reboot is now streaming. Go streaming. I'm in... Episode two of season two that's out now on nice. Paramount Plus, and then in February maybe, I, yeah, I think it was February. I booked a episode of SWAT, and it's super fucking dope. Uh, if you watch episode five sixteen, it's easy to remember because it's also my birthday, May sixteenth. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, that's how I knew I was gonna fucking book it. I was like, this is episode five sixteen. This is like, my fucking I gotta birthday. Oh yeah, like, oh, this yeah. is my fucking. <laughs> it, was even, it was super special for them because it's the hundredth episode of SWAT. Oh, it was the 100th episode of SWAT. We had this big celebration while I was there. Uh, and did you meet uh, Shamar Moore? Or? I met. Yeah, if you watch, is he the, if you handsome watch, in in real life? He's fucking handsome. The, the <laughs> thing that the thing that really gets you is his voice. Oh yeah, oh I'm sure he's got a fucking yeah, yeah. voice. He's so sexy. His voice is Jesus. his voice. <laughs> you think he's sexy until you hear him talk behind you in your ear, and you're like, <laughs> stop it! I'll come right now. <laughs> Like Shamar is handsome, but his voice is handsomer. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he was super cool though. But if you watch it, I'm literally the first five minutes of this SWAT episode. Awesome. I'm the first five minutes. Like you know, a lot of these uh, crackhead number three or no, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm fucking. I'm fucking lead nitroglycerin 
theft guy. <laughs> and for the first five minutes of the episode, this fucking SWAT team is chasing me. I'm fucking throwing exploding barrels after them. Oh, hell I'm yeah. Fucking, Shit. Yeah. I'm getting off. I'm waving a gun, yelling at the SWAT team. Oh, I get up on a bridge. Yeah. I fucking jump off, jump off a bridge. And then fucking Shamar Moore jumps out of a helicopter and fucking catches me. What oh. the fuck? I'm a fucking action hero. That's Put some respect <laughs> on my name. Yeah. Oh, shit. Did you jump off the bridge like yourself? Did or you the stunt? Stunt Yeah. No. So here's, you know, fucking Hollywood TV magic. But I was on the ledge of a bridge with a fucking helicopter flying in my face. Oh, shit. So I was strapped into harnesses. Yeah. Standing on the ledge of a bridge in downtown L.A. And... Then we faked the jump, but I fucking climbed up on the like ledge of the bridge and was standing there with a helicopter flying in my face. And it was crazy because like we were we like when I got there, they were like, uh, maybe you want to do you want to rehearse? Because first we shot like van scenes in front of a green screen where we're just inside the van and I'm saying my lines. Yeah. And then they're like, well, maybe before you like climb up on the bridge that night. In front of everybody, you want to like rehearse it? I was like, yeah, we should probably rehearse it. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Good idea. So then they like, I go like the night before they strap me in the harness. I climb up on the ledge of the bridge and they're like, all right, uh, cool. How you feeling? You feeling good? I'm like, cool. Yeah, I get this. I feel safe. This is cool. It's just me, guys from the stunt team strapped in on the harness, ledge of the bridge. I'm like, cool. I get it. I feel safe. I'm not going anywhere. The next night, they're like, all right, cool. You're going to climb on the ledge of the bridge, but there's going to be a helicopter flying in front of your face. So you're going to feel some winds coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if any of you have ever stood in front of a fucking helicopter. No. No. <laughs> it's some strong ass winds coming <laughs> at you. <laughs> you got to think winds strong enough to hold a fucking helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was fighting for my life standing on that bridge. And I was like, yo, this is fucking crazy. But it was, it was like so dope because it only added to the experience. And then. You know, we did the jump in the fall, like, in a studio. or We did the jump on the bridge, but it was, you know, just the shot, and I wasn't legit jumping off the bridge. But, I mean, I did 99% of the stunts, or, like, what you'll see when you yeah. watch the episode is 90% me, I'll say. Cool. Fuck yeah. Literally, awesome. except awesome. the end when, like, you see a guy, like, the helicopter legit pulling two guys up. Yeah. That's our stunt doubles. That isn't us. Like the, the helicopter is legit pulling guys up and then placing them on the bridge from like the ground. That's not us. But like I was, we were fucking tied to cables and falling from the ceiling and Shamar was catching me. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And it's funny because Shamar more scared of heights. That's the funniest part. <laughs> <of it. laughs> it's fucking like badass handsome dude. He's like, nah, I need a minute to adjust to this shit. <laughs> Did you console everybody, him? Everybody slow the fuck down right now. <laughs> He'd be like, I got you, Shamar. I got uh, you. Yeah, but nah, he had to catch me. So it was like, it was like nah, Shamar, you better fucking have me. If you don't catch me, nobody will, Shamar. I need you to be a little more comfortable with the heights right now. Yeah, right? Don't freak out. But he, but he was cool. He was super cool. You know what I mean? We, we joked around. He wasn't, he wasn't a dick at all. Like, I've been fortunate enough... I've worked on two shows. I've been, fortunate, <laughs> I've been fortunate enough to not work with any dickheads, you know, so far in in the industry. I don't think anybody I've worked for or worked with has been an, a, a dickhead so far. So, you know what I mean? It's been smooth sailing. Hopefully, if it, it continues to go that way, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. I can stay in Omaha. It's your lucky charm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen. 
<laughs> I'll stay in Omaha until I make enough that I don't have to stay in Omaha. <laughs> well, hey, fair enough. But I mean, shit, are we going to buy a house here? You know, have a have an Omaha house and this. There you go. There you you go. know, like Dave Chappelle got the fucking summer camp in Ohio. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll get the shit. I'll have a fucking summer camp in Omaha. Oh, we yeah. really get this shit popping. You we, know? We, we have a guy who's in tons of stuff uh, Hollywood-wise here in town, John Beasley. Have oh, you yeah. ever heard of him? No, but is he going to fucking book me? I don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. Check him John out. Beasley. I, John I, Beasley. I will. Is he hiring? That's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this guy is in every major motion picture. He was is in he? Uh, uh, the, uh, the, the movie with The Rock. Walking Walk, Tall. Walking Tall. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Walking Tall. John Beasley. Oh, the black dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was, he was, he, he's, he was big into the theater. He was in Rudy, I think. Was yeah, he the groundskeeper in Rudy? Dude, he's in everything. Come out. Well, yeah, he's been in so much shit. I different know different Black Eye Davis. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. Oh, that's crazy. He's local here? Yeah, he, yeah, he actually comes into shows every once in a while. Yes, he yeah. does. That's fucking crazy. I'm fucking reaching out to him. <laughs> yeah. You should, for sure. He used to do a theater. He's a penis composer and arranger. Yep. Why is he so? T- I'm not. I'm not talented to talk to. I'm not talented enough to talk to these people. <laughs> You've been an iCarly, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but, so I'm confused because one thing said he was 61. Oh, the penis John Beasley is 61. That's a white man, but the black man who's the actor is 78. That makes more sense. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. That sounds right. I'm gonna fucking reach out to him because he looks like he could be my uncle or grandfather. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> So does Greg Morton. All of the <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy. Okay, cool. Guys, thanks for that. And yeah. Hell yeah. I'll update you next time I'm here on what happened when I talk <laughs> yeah, to <for> sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That uh those uh, that, that sounds like it's a hell of a experience. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask you. Uh so when you were up there on the bridge and you had the helicopter in your face, were you having to say lines with that wind there or were those lines recorded? elsewhere because how the fuck would you do that listen to this bullshit okay (laughs) (laughs) so yes i'm yelling lines while i'm on the bridge i'm yelling lines with a gun pointed at everybody but while the helicopter is there like you said you can't hear anything right and so at this point this is gonna sound fucking dumb because this is nebraska and it gets to fucking negative 20 degrees because this is white hell (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but It was 40 degrees. We're shooting this. It has to be a night scene, obviously, because this is L.A. We're shooting at night. And and so at this point, we didn't shoot this shit. We're shooting on the bridge at, like, midnight, 1 in the morning. Jeez. It's 40 degrees. But 40 degrees in L.A. next to the ocean is different than 40 degrees in Omaha. And so it was fucking cold. I'm sure. Right? And so it's already cold. But, like, we're shooting shit. We have our van parked in the van. And so in between, like, takes, we could hop in the van, warm up. We got the fucking heat just blasting in the van. But then they're like, all right, since we couldn't hear your lines while you're standing on a bridge with the helicopter or while you're pointing the gun with the helicopter, we have to put these fans on you. (laughs) And when I say they bring the two largest fans you've ever fucking seen (laughs) to replicate the helicopter, like, winds and, and noise, but obviously without the same volume as sure. like helicopter noise right they have two large cold ass fans just <laughs> blowing on me while i'm yelling my lines in 40 degrees so it felt like it was 20 degrees i was i was fucking freezing but it <laughs> i'm sure added to the experience and the acting and you know it was it was cool it was just like yo it's crazy what you have to do to like 
make all of this shit make sense yeah in, in, a, in a tv show you know and that shrank your ni- nipples a little bit my, <laughs> my nipples were the smallest they've ever been <laughs> i'm sure that wasn't the only thing shrinking that <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> oh, yeah yeah it, it was it was crazy but i had fucking great you guys Gotta watch it. I'm oh, glad, yeah. Oh, I'm glad sure. you're all such big fans and have watched already. So <laughs> I saw you post it on Instagram. I did too, and I was like, it's not for me. No. <laughs> nah, dude. You watch, I, I, SWAT is fucking... SWAT is dope, yo. I like you the watch show. It. I it's watch like, it all the time. It's like... Don't lie to me. It's like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I'm not Shamar Moore. <laughs> not my show. That's why he watches but, it for yeah, Shamar. Can, can I pretend you're Shamar? I, yeah. <laughs> he did hug and put his face on mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. That make your but girl I mean, jealous? It's, it's, a, it, it's fun. It's fun. Not my girl, but my aunt's <laughs> insanely. <laughs> my girl's aunt, insanely jealous. <laughs> she licked my face after that weekend. <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> so my wife would like that too as well. She loves Shamar more. Yeah, I mean, how how can you not? It's he's a he's a lovable guy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so is acting where you wanna direct things to, send things to, do more acting stuff, or you wanna do stand up or you wanna try and do both or do it all or uh I mean I wanna do it all. I I wouldn't say I wanna direct it there. I wanna fucking do it all. I wanna I want to act enough that I don't have to work a fucking nine to five. Mm. I have a regular job. You know what I mean? I have a day job. I don't, I want my day job to be acting. I don't want it to be fucking what I do now. I mean, not that that it's the worst job right now, but I don't want to, yeah, I want my day job to be acting. My night job to be fucking stand up comedy when I choose it to be, Right. you know, I don't want to have to do anything else other than entertain people, make sure people are having a good time. You know what I mean? Yes. What I feel like I was put here to do, you know, yeah. fucking make people laugh, help people have a good time and, you know, fucking help people have a good life, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's it. So how did you end up here in Omaha being Jersey and obviously living in L.A. for a while? What what got you here? So pussy. we were <laughs> <laughs> the answer to 99 percent of things is pussy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you driving a Subaru cross track? <laughs> <laughs> pussy. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had a, me and my lady had a baby in L.A. and L.A. was expensive as fuck. And we're in, it was during the pandemic. And we're like, we're paying an insane amount for rent to live in LA. We can't do anything here. We don't have any family here to help. This is a bad decision. This is <laughs> a very this is a very poor life choice at this moment right now. And so we were like, let's fucking yeah, go save some money and you know what I mean? Maybe we could buy a house out here. We're like, right now, I mean the LA fucking real estate market is stupid and we didn't have any family out there. And like as you have you guys know you have a fucking kid. You need you need other people to raise your kid. Oh yeah, you sure. can't raise your kid by yourself. <laughs> <Fuck> what? <no. laughs> what type of insane person? You you do think you can raise your kid by yourself, and then you have a kid, and you're like, no, <laughs> I need a staff. <laughs> and so we moved here for a staff, and her family helps a fucking great deal. Her family's I mean amazing, and help out all the time. She's got a ton of them, and so it it's been a huge relief, and has allowed us to have. A few nights of fun, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, sure. It's not even like it's all the time, but you know those fuck those few nights you get are yeah, yeah. they count, man. That, yeah, every sure. every night, shit, every hour counts. If any of you want to come 
watch my child tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> my lady will not let you, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave. I'm like, he's got it. Yeah, he's good. He's good. <laughs> He's got kids of his own. He's Actually, I don't know. They couldn't record a podcast for fucking 60 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they shouldn't be left alone with our child. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be back. I have, uh, I'm about to have my fifth child. God uh, damn, why? Uh, good, good fucking question. Uh, <laughs> I had three sons uh, with my previous wife, and they're all grown, and then I decided to start over with my new wife because she wanted a baby. So, you know, why the fuck not? And uh, Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> That's I wasn't real nervous about it until recently because it's about four weeks away, and I'm like, fuck, man, a lot's changed since I had my last kid. My my youngest son is a freshman in high school, so it's been fucking 15 years since I've had a baby around. At least you got babysitters, though. I know, you right? That is true. On yeah. That is true. That is true. I'm still freaking out a little bit, though. I mean, you, <laughs> you should probably be. should. You definitely <laughs> should. <laughs> For sure. You definitely should. It's not, I feel like the worst thing, is your new woman younger? Yes. Yeah. She's so, 10 years younger, yep. Okay, that's a mistake. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like the worst part now... Is like, it should be easier, right? Because we have all this fucking technology right. and everything. Everything should be easier. Instead, it's harder because there's more information. Yep. Oh. And so makes, they yeah. think they know more shit. And you're like, no, you don't know more shit. You're just taking in more information that you're trying to make sense of and right. making this more complicated <laughs> than it has to be. Yep. We went to my, we went to my girl's grandmother's house out here. We have, like, high chairs. We got different fucking situations and straps and all this shit. She fucking set them in one of her regular chairs and put her belt around the chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And I was like, we don't need half the shit we have yeah. <laughs> It could be so simple. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, it's everything that just become, you think... And not you, because you'll be like, I mean, he'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll be Already fine. My wife's but, buying like all these fucking outfits for the hospital. I'm like, dude, we don't even know how big she's gonna be. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, calm down on this. <laughs> she needs one pair of clothes. That's it. We gotta wash her. <laughs> okay, maybe you do need her. To <laughs> It's a lot more than one pair of clothes. <laughs> when did you have a child? <laughs> I know you said it was a long time, but damn. Yeah. <laughs> it that was different his, back then. And that was his yeah. third. 15 years ago was his third. Because yeah. after your first, your first one's always, a, you know, you're always on, on edge. Your second one, you're like, oh, all right, whatever. I can't even imagine by the third one, you're like, fuck it, you'll figure it out. My point exactly. It's the fifth <laughs> one. <laughs> She'll figure it out. But it's not her fifth, so. That's no. true. It's her second. Jeez, yeah. So she, so she'll be a little more relaxed. <laughs> Not like how, how old was how long ago was the first one of hers? Uh, she's of seven. Hers? Her seven. Oh, seven. so it's even been a while since then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the shit's changed since then. Yeah. Like I don't know, seven years ago, you only had like 150 characters in a tweet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now Good you can point. fucking make it like 300 ad pictures and videos and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. That's a great point. <laughs> You could do polls. There's like the world has changed. I mean, in seven years, the world has changed so much. 2015. I don't know what the fuck was going on in 2015, but I guess yeah. I was in LA. I was in LA at that point. 
had a pregnancy scare. Didn't found out it wasn't mine. <laughs> found out. No. <laughs> you know how there's there's crazy because you have those pregnancy scares where you are like, oh, you're not really pregnant. It was like pregnancy scare. Oh, you're really pregnant. Pregnancy scare. It's not mine. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Wasn't expecting that one. Yeah, but cool. Wow. Good times, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, last time you were on here, you talked about being out, doing comedy out in uh, L.A. and how, uh, you know, you'd hit up all the, the other clubs that's out there. Um, so what what were some of those clubs that you would regularly do out in L.A.? Because I, 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 if I remember correctly, you were saying there were some clubs that you would do that most people wouldn't do. I don't know if there was anything that I would do that most people wouldn't do. Well, <laughs> I mean, that most, that just generally they didn't do. Uh, you know, it's it's crazy because L.A., the L.A. comedy scene is so interesting because it sucks. And so. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I never heard it described that way. No, it's, it's fine. It's honesty. Greg was actually back there and actually agreed with me. He was like, uh, you know, uh, he, you know, we got hot, whatever, in Canada, then moved to L.A. He was like, I didn't, he didn't like it either. It's weird because, so you have like the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store. Obviously, the Comedy Store is like the most historic, you know what I mean? You got Richard Pryor on the sunset at sure, the Comedy right. Store, right? Then you got Laugh Factory, which is like, I mean, it's one of the hottest. You got every, I mean, like the big Hollywood names are there. I mean, shit, every week. I was, I played Laugh Factory last Sunday, no big deal. You know, whatever. But, <laughs> oh, did you? Uh, yeah, I was in LA this past weekend. Yeah. That's where, so. where the big names go. Yeah, it's fine, you know? <laughs> TV's Gary Curtis is back here That's in Ohio. Right. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're lucky to have you. I'm glad you know it. All right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so the comedy store, it's hard to get on. It's hard to get in there because anybody who's a comic, I mean, you got. That's where Jim Carrey came up, Robin Williams. I mean, literally, I mean, almost any, a ton of the big names. I mean, Kennison. Arsenio Hall, Kennison, exactly, all came yeah. through the comedy store. I mean, the, the walls there are literally riddled with the names of the comedic stars and legends of the past that you know. And so, of course, everybody wants to get in there. It's fucking hard to get in there, but you try. And I was, I was making my way up that ladder to almost getting in as a regular there before the pandemic hit, then the fucking pandemic hit. <laughs> oh, damn. Of course, yeah. yeah and yeah. so kind of lost that. Laugh Factory is kind of harder. You kind of get in there one-off depending on who you, you know, you know. And so I did a show there every once in a while. Then there was the Comedy Union, Rest in Peace. Comedy Union was like the one black club left standing, which apparently isn't anymore after the pandemic which was fun, super fun, because we talked about how black crowds are the hottest crowds, and right. that was where it was in mid-city, and you would get more of a black crowd. They would have, like, the bigger black comics would always go through there, and, uh, I mean, just some of the best comedy, most fun crowds that you would have. But then, I mean, I also would, I mean, if you fucking put, I, I did a comedy show that with, like, a bunch of, I did a comedy show with literally Emmy-nominated actresses or Emmy-winning actresses and, like, in an alley in Venice. Like, <laughs> legit, in an alley behind a fucking skateboard clothing shop. Wow. And we, I mean, L.A., the scene is just so saturated with all-star amazing comics and then also people who just have TV credits who want to tell jokes. <laughs> yeah. and, and so just stage time is so like everybody wants to get on a stage 
tell some jokes, work out some jokes for bigger stages, you know, get ready for whatever tour, whatever they have coming up, or also just vent, you know, it's, and so the LA comedy scene is just so fucking interesting. And then also 10,000 comics who literally just have mental health issues who think stand-up comedy <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's our therapy, right? Yeah. yeah. And so it's, it's wild. And, uh, I mean, there are aspects, I miss the parts of it where it's like, obviously that many comics who are great push you to be better. And it's the reason why I'm as, I don't know, whatever, as seasoned or good or whatever the fuck I, I don't even know what the fuck I am. I don't know what I would call it, <laughs> but it's where I, it's why I, I am where I am. I mean, I have experience. That's a good way to call it Yeah, or a good thing to call it. Maybe we should stop soon. Cause I'm stop. I'm forgetting how to talk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't know. I'm going to turn into a pumpkin in like five minutes. <laughs> well, then we definitely need to keep going. Keep that camera on. I'm you. out of water and Jameson. So I, don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, I think you're oh, forgetting how to talk. Too. I know everyone's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, when you were out there doing those clubs, uh, did you run into, I mean, obviously you said there's lots of those big names, but you know, you said you went out with Eddie Griffin. So did, what were some of the bigger names that you would end up working with out there? I mean, was it more well-known or because there was so many people that it was locally famous people? Uh, you know, I feel like if you're a comedy fan, then it's, I mean, the best comics in, right. in the business. Right. But I will say, I mean, the fucking lineup that I've worked here with in Omaha that I've got to work with, I wouldn't get to work with in L.A. because there's a million other comics, you know, or people that they're even just friends with or know that they've been doing it for forever and that they'll throw on a show. Whereas, like, I mean, here, last summer I was with, I mean, I was with Preacher Lawson, Trevor Wallace, Andrew Schultz, Eddie Griffin, uh, Fortune Feimster. Yeah. Like, I mean, and these are some of the biggest names. I mean, Andrew Schultz right now is, I don't know, I don't think there's anybody doing it. I feel like the only person doing it at like a fucking rock star level bigger than Schultz is Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah, true. Which is crazy. But I mean, Kev I mean, Schultz is on a fucking jet doing tours, selling out Radio City Music Hall for multiple shows. Like nobody is doing it on the level that Schultz is literally other than Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I mean, it's crazy. And he's a, and I'll say he's a fucking great dude. I fucking, you go. He was like, at the end of our, like, working together, I think we maybe did four or five shows together. When we were done, he was like, and the manager from the, the venue was in there, and he was like, hey, he was like, uh, are they are they paying you? He asked me this in front of her, and he <laughs> was like, I was like, oh, yeah, they're paying. He was like, how much are they paying you? I told him how much they were paying you. He was like, that's it? I was like, yeah. He was like, all right, I got you. Send me your Venmo. Sent him my Venmo, and he sent me, Five times what that club paid me for the no weekend. Oh shit! Wow. Didn't, didn't that's a fucking good ass dude, right? Didn't there. tell me how much he was sending me. Didn't make a big deal right. out of it or anything. Didn't say anything to me about it. I sent him my Venmo later on that night. I was literally walking down the street about to get a burrito, and then he, I got the Venmo. Cha ching! I look. I said, "Bitch, we going to get lobster." <laughs> <laughs> I want lobster right now. <laughs> is on me <laughs> <laughs> and yeah it was it was i was like yo he's he's a one and uh it's uh i don't know if any of you guys follow him he posted this like this super dope he was super sentimental about selling out radio city music hall and doing shows there and he posted this like 
dope video. This guy, Vala, who travels with him and does all his video and stuff, uh, made this dope video of him uh, getting ready to do the Radio City shows and played it for him, like, on the big screen at Radio City while he was, like, watching it in the stands. And oh, that's emotional. Awesome. It, was, it was such a dope video. You guys should go watch it. And I was like, yo, this is so inspiring. And I hit him up. And, I mean, he responded to me with, within, like, a minute. Damn. And I was just like, this dude is A1, like, through and through. He's, like, a, a real dude. Who, I mean, like, couldn't be more at the top of his game, but, like, Still takes just the also time to, respects the yeah. art, respects the people that he works with, and is, like, he's just A1. I mean, I couldn't have a fucking bad thing to say about him, you know? And so it's just – and obviously that's not – the norm no, <laughs> right it's, no, not, right. No, it's not the sure. norm at all we I, know for sure I, yeah, i've worked with a lot of comics yeah and he is the only one that's done anything like that in terms of like well i'll say my man preacher lawson shout out to preacher lawson another america's got talent guy sent me yep, some extra yeah. Yeah, yeah. he sent me some extra money but we're like also friends so i feel like he probably thought i was like looking at him like preacher i know you're making money <laughs> 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 preacher don't be holding out on me that <laughs> you know you can spare but, a couple extra yeah, but, but preacher threw me some extra money i mean um and you know people have been nice and stuff but i mean like just to the extent he is i feel like i mean i haven't met anybody else like him and it's it's just so dope to admire somebody you know how people be like yeah don't meet your heroes because you know what i mean yeah, yeah right where it's like yo he's i'm fucking mad i'm glad i fucking met him because he's i mean like even better than i thought he would have been and so like even here he was like we talked about like nebraska furniture market when he was here he's like dude hit me up i want to go to fucking nebraska furniture market. <laughs> <laughs> he's like this place sounds fucking crazy <laughs> My parents used to take me there for a punishment when I was little when we first moved here because uh, as little kids, we fucking hated that shit so much walking around there. That's hilarious. We get in trouble. It's only gotten bigger. Yeah. No. It's, well, and back in the day, you had Mrs. B rolling around. She'd roll over your toes with her wheelchair and shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the real Mrs. B? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was That's a mean crazy. old lady, dude. Yeah, she was. Just rolling around the department store. Fucking gotta, yelling at she people. She hated kids. Oh, she yeah. hated kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's why my parents are like, let's go to the furniture mart. Mrs. B will beat them. We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Her son comes out here every now and then. Ron Blumkin. And, uh, Damn, he, Mrs. B's last name was Blumkin? Hell yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see why she went by Mrs. B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't put that on the side of a fucking building. <laughs> Mrs. Blumkin's furniture. <laughs> <laughs> but he's such a nice dude and he's you know he's kind of a small kind of quiet guy and he would love to come off of the untamed shoes the fucking filthiest filthiest ladies up there and he would sit right up against the stage and like the first time he came like the, like the first time he came out they find out who he was and everything and then you know it, it just fucking clicked and we're like you would not expect to see the guy in charge of fucking nebraska furniture mart sit in front row listening to you know women talk about their how dirty their pussies are and guys need to wash their balls and yeah. shit like Yo, that if i'm ever here and he's here please let me know oh yeah for sure we about to buy this house. I need all the furniture. <laughs> <I can get. laughs> Especially this weekend with it being Berkshire Hathaway weekend. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard about that shit. I know nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not included at all. <laughs> um, in LA, I feel like uh, just from what I know from like seeing on social media, I feel like, um, and maybe this isn't true, that you don't get like 
20 minute sets it's more it's oh, shorter no. because the lineups are just so many good yeah, comics the lineups so are you don't get a lot a lot of time to to work with while you're out there doing no sets. I, I forget that and like so i go back i got so used to being here and doing like i mean it's rare that i do less than 25 minutes here it's <laughs> rare yeah, I, right. i'm used to doing 25 to 30 at least and so i went back this past weekend and it's funny like i did the show chocolate sundays and i don't know if you know I've heard about of, yeah. choc- some chocolate sundays. There used to be a documentary on Netflix about it. Uh, I'm not sure where it is now or what it where it's at. But chocolate sundays is like one of the hottest shows. It's like the Black Knight at the Laugh Factory, of course. They, gotcha. You know, they got chocolate. They, they call got, it chocolate sundays, no, of course. They, have, <laughs> they got chocolate sundays. They got Motown Mondays. Uh, crack them up Thursdays and uh, nigga Fridays. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but they like, you know, these clubs have their black nights. And Chocolate Sundays, though, is like the hot. There is no hotter crowd than a crowd for a Chocolate Sundays night. They do two shows every Sunday night and it's sold out every Sunday night. Packed to the gills, Laugh Factory. And on holiday nights, they'll do three shows. They'll do an 11 o'clock show and still have that bitch packed. Oh, Damn. shit. Like, there is no brand of co- of a comedy show like Chocolate Sundays. Um, so it's just it? a fun ass show. But like, it's crazy because I went back and did it and did it this weekend because it was my graduation spot. So they have like bigger name comics on there usually, or more you know even more experienced comics than me, and their like regular lineup. But what they do is like for comics starting out, they'll do a first impression spot. But like you to get your first impression date, there's so many people who want to do the show. You have to wait a year to two years to even do your first impression spot. So you wait your year to two years to do your first impression spot. The insane part is the first impression spot, your first one is only three minutes. Oh, shit. People wait a one to two years and then fucking bomb for three Three minutes. minutes. (laughs) Can you imagine that? (laughs) Wow. And so then, like, I did my first impression spot, whatever, it went well. So then after your first impression spot, you have to do a graduation spot. And this is my graduation spot, which... Of course, it was delayed because of the pandemic. And then, right. like, it was actually, it was crazy. Again, of course, this is just how shit works. Was then scheduled for the air, the same air date as my SWAT date. Oh. My SWAT air date. And I was like, all right, look, I, I can't come back to L.A. for this. I got to, my girl will kill me if I leave the first time she watches me do some crazy shit on TV. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I did it. I just moved it a couple weeks later and just went and did it this past week. And so the graduation spot was only five minutes, right? And then. Jeez. They're like, after the graduation spot, you pass the graduation spot, you can be on the regular lineup of the show. The regular lineup of the show on Chocolate Sundays is still only 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Go through all this stuff, all the time, just to get 10 minutes. All that, to get 10 minutes. And then I was talking about the comedy story. I mean, the historic spot with the best lineups, the fucking top lineups that you'll see in the country. But there's just so many great comics that they line up. They do 15-minute spots. Jeez. Yeah. Nobody. The top comics you're seeing in the country, the best touring comics that you get to come here and do an hour, only do 15 minutes at a time at the, really? at the comedy store. It's fucking crazy. So, yeah, it's not until you get into, like, smaller independent shows or you travel outside of L.A. that you really see. Unless somebody's, like, literally taping a special mm-hmm. or getting ready, like, the next week to tape a special, you don't see anybody really headline and do, like, 45 to 60 minutes like you do here. Huh. Which is crazy, and That's you think super it's super like, crazy. Yeah, it's weird, but it's like, well, if I can get fucking six of the top comics, I get a bigger chance of selling the place out versus, right? You know, getting whatever a few hundred people who all want to see Chris D'Elia again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
at the comedy store, have you seen uh, Don Barris? I have seen Don Barris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Ding Dong Show. <laughs> the Ding Dong Show. Yes, yes. I haven't done it. I know I've I have plenty of friends who stuck around and done it. Oh, cool. I, I mean, the comedy the comedy store isn't crazy. I mean, I've been uh, I've done Crack 'Em Up Thursdays, where which is funny. So if for those of you who don't know the comedy store, they have three rooms, right? They have the original room, which, as you can imagine, is the original room. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little, it's a good size room, though. Uh, actually, it's probably about the size of the funny one in here. Then they have the main room, which is probably like three to four times the size of this room. Oh, Jesus. The main room is huge. Um, then they have the belly room, which think of this room cut in half. Oh, and so the belly room is upstairs and cutting like half the size of this funny bone room, right? And that's where the Crack 'Em Up Thursday show is. The black show. Shout out to Michelle Murdoch. She fucking she's been putting on that show for so many years and has had so many uh, headliners and different people like black comics names that you. I mean, like literally, I've seen Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Chris Tucker, Leslie Jones. Bill Burr, all of these people had just dropped into this random crack them up Thursday. It's not random. It's fucking crack them up Thursdays <laughs> up, up in this small belly room in the in the comedy store. I mean, it's just it's special. That's you know? crazy and for 150 people size room. And no, can't even fit 150 people in there. Oh, geez. I would say you could fit if you fit 100 people in there. It's like people are standing in the back. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh. <laughs> But because it's so small and intimate, actually, it's where fucking Dave Chappelle shot. Yeah, I was going to. Uh, that's exactly where Dave Chappelle yeah. shot his. Uh, I don't know. Was it the second and third special? It's, I think yeah, so. If yeah. you ever if you go back and look at the specials, what was the what was the fucking I, want, I keep saying I want to say what was there? What, which special had like the bird's name in it? Uh, is there a bird? <laughs> Why am I thinking equanimity? What the fuck is the name? <laughs> <of> <laughs> what was the name of that? Pigeon. Uh, anyway, Close. whatever you could tell, it's uh one of the Netflix specials that you can tell is in a smaller, more intimate room. It's yeah. in the belly room at the comedy store, um, which is where they do that crack 'em up show. And it's like, it's one of my favorite shows, and it's what like, it was how I got in the comedy store. Really. Gotcha. That's how I got into performing at the comedy store, and you know, a lot of those guys that we were talking about, Kennison, Jim Carrey, all of these guys, Robin Williams, they all worked at the comedy store too, but as they were comics. And so that's how a lot of guys get in, and the comics are, for the most part, most of the staff are comics, and that's okay. how, and they get their reps in, and uh, and so they also, you know, obviously watch the other comics and shit, and they vouch for the other comics, and so. Yeah, that's where uh, Dice was a door guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dice is there. I, uh, I've seen him once, maybe there. <laughs> yeah, once. He's, He's an acquired taste. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know. Hickory dickory dock. This <laughs> bitch was sucking my cock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> clock Classic. struck Classic. two. I dropped my goo and ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's and a great impression. Shot. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, I, I, I thank wish, you very much. I wish I, I could do that shit. No, <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. I mean, like we were, you know, Greg was talking. I mean, Greg like can do all the the sounds and shit, and it's crazy. It's like. I really try to entertain these people with just my words. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a weird thing to just talk to people <laughs> and expect them to be entertained. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, he was saying he was telling us that he wanted to make it more like a variety show because that when he was growing yeah. up, that was the stuff that he watched on TV, yeah. and that's what he wanted to do. That's why he saw it. So it's a bit of it's it's stand up, it's sketches, it's voices, it's yeah. characters, it's you know all these things, and that's what he's always wanted to do. And yeah. you know he gets to do that, and he loves doing it. That makes so much sense, and it, it's amazing. And I always wanted to do a one man show since I saw John Leguizamo. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I forget which one. It's one of the one-man shows he did for HBO, and I saw it when I was, like, fucking 10 or something like that, like, super young, and I was yeah. like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> I want to fucking make fun of my family for, <laughs> for an hour on stage. <laughs> on TV. And let everybody know how crazy and shitty they can be. <laughs> but how amazing they are at the same time, you know? It's like, yeah. yeah. And that and so I, I need I need to figure that out. I just, yeah. I would say that that's the the next level for me. And when I do that, maybe I'll, I'll probably make it after that. <laughs> Hopefully, I make it before then, so I don't have to do it, and then I have some free time to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> so those chocolate Sunday shows and the crack 'em up Thursdays and all that stuff was the crowd all black or was it white or was it mixed? Or? So so it's funny. Chocolate Sundays is a little more mixed, but more black for sure. Okay. Crack 'em up Thursdays is a little more mixed, but still black. But you get a lot of spillover, like main room and original room are sold out. Well, we'll, we'll go to the belly room. And then <laughs> the comedy store also, just because it's, uh, you know, it's a, I mean, it's a tourist site. And so sure. you get, I mean, you get people at the show. I've been at Crack em Up a bunch of times with people who don't speak English. And they're just like, oh, damn. What the fuck are they laughing at then? I was like, why are you laughing in French? What's going on? <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, laughing because cool. everybody so. else they, is. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, this is yeah, but it's it's cool. They uh, but they are majority black crowds, but they're definitely mixed just because the establishments are Hollywood establishments that are the two biggest comedy clubs I would say in America. Gotcha. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't. I've performed in New York, and. I mean, I don't know. I just think because L.A. is Hollywood, I think they're just the two biggest uh, stages, even if not, like, you know, by size the biggest, just in terms of, uh, like, I don't even know what the fucking word is right now because I'm forgetting how to talk. But in, in the way that they present themselves and uh, help me out, there's fucking four of us. One of us <laughs> got to come up with a word. There's Like their, their bravado or like their fucking... They're Close enough, yes. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Their significance, maybe? Yeah. You weren't feeling that one. Okay, no. so uh, <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. <laughs> Either give me some water or something to drink. <laughs> I got some water for you. I didn't like the way you said it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I know, right? It didn't sound like it was really water. That was good. <laughs> you just got to suck it off a of Batman. Hey, so you said you've done New York. You know, did you do a lot of like the the the, the cellar out there, oh, or where did you yeah. do in New so, York? So no, I oh, didn't do the cellar. Well. Cellar is my like next place that I really want to uh, perform. It's, I would say the cellar is maybe the only place that I like really want to perform at that I haven't yet. Gotcha. And part of it is just because I haven't been back to like New York since COVID. I feel like I have the connections now where I could like get at least a spot to an audition spot or something like that. Um, but just haven't been back to try. Um, but I loved the Grizzly pair. 
I don't know. If you, the Grizzly I never heard, pair, of that. heard of that one. The Grizzly Pair is this small club in, uh, I don't know, I think it's Manhattan. I don't know. Um, but it was like the most fun. The energy in New York is, so when I, I was talking about the LA crowds and yep. it sounds like a fucking Bud Light commercial. I know, right? <laughs> but it's liquid death. <laughs> Mountain water. Yeah, murder your thirst. <laughs> um the energy in New York and everywhere else, like New- LA is just so fucking spoiled because they get the best comics and they're just literally drowning and getting so much entertainment thrown at them all the time. Mm-hmm. They're spoiled and they don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't, you're on TV. Who cares? Everybody's on TV. My fucking roommate was on TV yesterday. <laughs> They're like, Gary was on SWAT last week. Who cares? You're on fucking TV. <laughs> Anybody can get on TV. Gary was on iCarly. Who cares? You know? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure that's, that's what people think up. when they think about TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> iCarly and SWAT. The Gary number one was on to. iCarly. Yeah. Number one Everybody, to go number yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that show. <laughs> you don't have children you should not know that yeah I, yeah <laughs> although never mind i'm not gonna go there <laughs> wait were you just gonna have to edit something out maybe <laughs> are you calling me a chomo <laughs> not anymore because they're oh. old enough. they're old enough now you guys oh, stop okay. talking to each other because it's getting scary <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were talking earlier before we started recording how, uh, you know, you, you do all these shows and there's all these people with their inside jokes and you're not part of that crew, but uh, they want yeah. you to yeah. be part of that crew. And yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I don't like I don't like people's inside jokes, uh, especially when they cross race or <laughs> child sexual lines. I don't want to be a part of anybody's inside jokes. <laughs> I am always on the outside. If anybody's listening to this for my uh, future court cases, <laughs> I was never on the inside of the joke. I was always on the outside. He was never involved. He didn't want to be involved, and he didn't get involved. I've never known any of these people before. This <laughs> well, you're a part of the family now, man. <laughs> I'm not, I don't even know what family he's talking about. <laughs> Let it be known that I have no idea what family he's talking about. I have no idea where this camera's going after this. <laughs> so you, uh, you've been going out. Uh, we've seen you uh, doing some shows with Nick Allen uh, lately, doing some of these small town shows and stuff like that. How is that? <laughs> how, how, how the fuck is that compared to doing like all these things you've just been talking about? Listen, man. Uh, Doing those shows with Nick Allen. Shout out to Nick Allen. Oh, we Todd, love Nick. Todd and Tyler. Uh, Nick Allen. That's my man. That's my man. Uh, but sometimes I think he's not too concerned about my life. Think, <laughs> <laughs> or my well-being. <laughs> we have literally, we've done, it's crazy. I mean, the highs and the lows with Nick Allen. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. I mean, the highs are so, we've done some super dope, amazing shows. And then also the shittiest of <laughs> shitty shows. In the same weekend. In the same weekend. And you're not going to believe this because why would it happen? But I tell you what, iCarly came out on Friday, right? (laughs) iCarly came out on a Friday during the day. Great. Watched iCarly with my son. My one and a half year old son saw me on TV for the first time. He was like, 
Wow. It's awesome. Watch Daddy, watch Daddy on TV is literally what he was saying. Fucking amazing. That's awesome. Then I go and do this show with Nick Allen. Amazing fucking show. I wish, uh, let me see, I'll tell you where it was. It was a, it was an amazing show. It's this bar that, you know, like always, I'm a little uh, worried when I walk in because I'm the <laughs> only black person there. <laughs> Rising City. It was in Rising City, Nebraska. Never heard of it. Yeah, it sounds no. racist. And yeah. <laughs> I walk in, I'm the only black guy in there. I'm like, fuck, how's this going to go? Amazing show. So packed, sold out bar. We had so much fun. I mean, like 100 plus people in there. Everybody had a great time. The next night, so that was Friday, iCarly, Rising City, amazing show. Saturday night, we're going to a bar called The G-Spot in, <laughs> oh, yeah. in Tarkio, Missouri. Tarkio? <laughs> what the fuck? That doesn't sound friendly. It's no. A, it's a Saturday night. You're like, it's got to be fun on a Saturday night. Yeah. Not The G-Spot in Tarkio, Missouri. <laughs> there are maybe 12 people inside the bar who aren't working. Oh, Ten of them have cigarettes in their mouth. There are six bartenders working. <laughs> six of them have cigarettes in their mouth. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to suck. <laughs> then, okay, we'll just skip to the shittiest part of it. The, sh- the shittiest part of it, I'm doing my set, right? I'm doing 30 minutes. Uh, a little, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes into it, there's this smaller guy sitting in the chair. He keeps talking. It's a fucking tall chair. His feet are swinging. I'm like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like a kid in a fucking uh, high yeah, chair. Yeah, that's exactly. I said, it's hard to take you serious, sir, when your feet are swinging like you're in a high chair. <laughs> <laughs> a woman in the back laughs, thinks it's funny. She walks out. I think nothing of it because it's Tarkio Missouri. <laughs> and so she comes back 10 minutes later, still during my set. With a fucking wooden high chair that she just got from her house. (laughs) She walked home and got a high chair in the middle of my set, brought it back, and set it right in front of the man, right right next to him, who was the boy who was sitting in the front of the show. (laughs) Then one of the other guys. Look here, your joke's real now. (laughs) It gets fucking worse. (laughs) One of the other guys across the small bar, puts out his cigarette to come help this man get in the high chair. (laughs) I'm standing there with a microphone supposed to tell jokes while this man is trying to jam the tray to a high chair (laughs) over another man. (laughs) And I legit, I legit, this is what I said. I said, you know what? I'm going to be on national television tomorrow. (laughs) I said, I feel like right now, Denzel is supposed to come out and remind me that the devil will come for me (laughs) at my highest point. (laughs) And they all laughed. I was like, holy shit, I got the Oscars in Tarkio? (laughs) (laughs) They knew about the slap. So yeah, that was that, that was, was my crazy. experience in Target, and then SWAT aired the next day, and everything was fine again. <laughs> <laughs> but when I say it's been a roller coaster, when it, that there was no roller coaster like that weekend. Oh. When I say like, I mean, it was just the highest of highs, and then the low, and, <laughs> so and then I was back right up. Back I was up. back up. It was, but man, you never, we never know what we're gonna get. But 
I mean, hey, man. I can't, that story's on. She yeah, told the I joke. W- she's like, ah, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I got this. I got this. I'm going to, yeah, I might take that video clip. I'm going to post this one on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I've never told that story on video before. <laughs> and it's worth the story. Yeah. Definitely. So crazy. Great story. Well, so, should we get going here? Yeah, we've been going for an hour and 26. Oh, shit. That's way too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Gary. We appreciate you uh, sticking around again for us. And yeah. uh, Thanks for having me, man. If I, can't, if I can't get the video clip of me and the audio from this fucking thing, of uh, at least me telling that story, <laughs> I will burn the funny bone down. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you the clip. Oh, yeah, no. clip that was, that story that was also sure. not Gary Curtis who said that. <laughs> <laughs> For future court in, in case in case something happens tonight with the yeah. lightning and yeah, storms yeah. just going on. I, I was just joking. <laughs> Andres said it. <laughs> it wasn't the black guy. It was the Mexican guy. Yes. <laughs> no, still the only thing he said is about your tits. I mean, I'm not gonna let that go. The only thing he said tonight has been about your boobs, and that's <laughs> they're packs. You son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you called him boobs. <laughs> So I'm just quoting you. Sure, I didn't call them true. boobies. So. <laughs> Andres, do you need a ride back to uh, Home Depot after this? Or? Jesus. <laughs> See, no, I'm not a part of this. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a part of this. I don't condone. Let's get the ACLU in here. <laughs> I'm calling up AOC right now. <laughs> do you have uh, socials you want yeah, people to follow you we, on? Yeah. They've definitely turned off by now. (laughs) (laughs) If for some reason you're still here. (laughs) At Gary Curtis Funny. Super simple. Gary Curtis Funny. uh, On everything. Gary Curtis Funny. Facebook. Instagram. OnlyFans. (laughs) Y'all are like, wait, is he serious? (laughs) Uh, I was waiting to find out if you were gonna, no. if it, it was actually pictures or if you. No, 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 huh? no. OnlyFans. I should. I'm about to go out and see that D. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Wow. I mean, <laughs> I just search the the fucking girl, the the meet me outside or catch me outside girl. Just posted. She made fifty two. I saw that fifty two million million. Dollars off of OnlyFans last year. Jeez. I mean, have you heard her rap though, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that can't be how she's making money no. on OnlyFans. She's not just on there rapping. Fifty-two million dollars. I was. Is she is she fucking eighteen now? Yeah, yeah she is. I don't, I don't know. Think so. I don't she's, know. That happened a while ago. She's just really fucking I guess that is cashing true. in on that this. Uh, I don't know. She's cashing herself she's, out. She's cashing. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. We're, we're missing a joke, but it's. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's fine. We don't know how to talk. So. It's, it's, it's late. That happens. Well, thanks, Gary. Again, we really appreciate you. Thank uh, you, guys. This has been fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials, Door Guys Pod, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, hit us up. Uh, the email, uh, doorguyspod at yahoo.com. And uh, thanks for listening and checking it out. Like and subscribe, all that other bullshit. Thanks for listening, everybody. Cheers.
That was cool.